Hi, I'm Tish, and welcome to the TV Deep Dive. Each week, we do deep dive into all things TV-related. This week is part one of our two-part couples finale. Um, but before we can do that, let me introduce you to my co-host. Hi, I'm Christina. Hey, Christina. How are you? What have you been watching? Good, good. Um, I've been re-watching Beverly Hills 90210, obviously. Um, and then otherwise, I haven't really watched much this week. Um, just kind of like 90210 and just really friends <laughs> is all yeah. I've been watching at this point. What about you? Um, so this week I started, um, I think it was either two nights ago or three nights ago, maybe I can't remember, but the new season of Black Mirror dropped. So oh, I watched the first two and a half episodes of the new season. I watched the first two episodes this morning. And then before we started recording this, I put on the third one. And when I put it on, I didn't realize that it was the longest episode of the entire season. And it was like an hour and like 20 minutes or something like that. And we were recording right away. So I still have about half an hour left. And uh, so far, I'm really enjoying it. The first episode, um, is so good super meta like I feel like so far this season they're doing a lot of like making fun of Netflix so Mm -hmm. that'll be super interesting so that first episode was very meta in making fun of Netflix and then the second one um it felt less like Black Mirror but I still really enjoyed it because it uh it kind of is a take on like our obsession with like true crime documentaries and how like when Dahmer came out people took it to the extreme because they were like dressing up like Dahmer and stuff like that so I felt like it was like a really good commentary on like our obsession with uh true crime and uh I think that's all that I've oh obviously like Beverly Hills 920 but I think that's all that I've watched this week this week is our fan episode which happens to um be part one of our conclusion we're coming to the end of our couple series I can't believe uh, we've been doing this for about two and a half months now and we're at the end of our couple series so yeah I know at least for now we might eventually come back to it again so our first couple that was fan requested is Sean and Angela from Boy Meets World um so in 507 this is the first time we really see Angela um Sean wants to break up with Angela because he doesn't date anybody for more than two weeks um then he ends up finding this purse and he falls in love with the person whose purse it is because everything that in that was in the purse he just felt like this was like his dream girl and it ends up being that it was actually Angela's purse and that she was kind of like his dream girl yeah and just so you guys know like these ships were ships that were requested by you guys so like if we don't do them justice feel free to like comment anything else um Christina has watched Boy Meets World so she has quite a wealth of knowledge but there are some ships I will put that out there that uh we neither of us have seen or like we've watched it like once so please let us know um what you wish we talked about or anything you really liked in this episode um but continuing with that uh in 508 after Corey tells Sean that he needs to look Angela in the eyes he realizes that he does love her um and after some awkwardness they do agree to go on a date And then in 514, the two of them are just being absolutely adorable on this ski trip from hell. Because if you've watched Boy Meets World, you know that there's a lot of Corey and Topanga drama on this ski trip. But Sean and Angela are just living their best lives. So in 515, um, it's their first Valentine's Day and Sean is so excited. Um, But all of his ex-girlfriends end up kidnapping him because they think he's incapable of being in a committed relationship. 
Um, and he tells them like he wouldn't hurt Angela because he loves her. Um, Sean then admits to her that he does care about her and he doesn't want to hurt her. And she realizes that he is being genuine, but the two just uh, agree to just be friends at this point. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 520, uh, they share a super flirty kiss while they're looking at paintings. <laughs> 604, Sean and Angela break up when Sean wants to see other people because they're in college. Uh, 609, Angela overhears Sean reading a love poem he wrote for her after their breakup. They both still feelings to each other, but won't tell each other. 611, Sean and Angela kiss under the mistletoe. They admit their feelings, but don't get back together because Angela isn't going to wait around for him to be fully ready to be in a relationship. Mm. 620, uh, Sean, Sean admits that if he could be with anyone in the world, it would be Angela, and they make out. But Sean tries to get back together and admits he still loves her, so she stops them from hooking up. 703, with the help of Angela's dad, they get back together despite Angela's fears of hurting Sean. 704, um, Sean tells Angela that um, if I was only going to be alive for one more minute, I'd spend it looking in your eyes. Um, Angela realizes that she wasn't protecting Sean by staying away. She was just hurting the both of them. Fair enough. Uh, 710, Sean and Angela are living together and they talk about getting married one day. 712, Angela supports Sean when he gets a letter from his mom. And their very last interaction, except for their interaction on Girl Meets World, um, Angela leaves to go to Europe with her father for a year. Instead of saying goodbye, they say, I love you. I'm just so sad about Sean and Angela. I know you haven't watched Boy Meets World, but I'm telling you, they deserve so much better than the ending they got. That's what I, that's the consensus from everyone. And like when people talked about their reunion on Girl Meets World, people are like, it's still not fair. Like to this day, I know a lot of people who are like, it should have been Sean and Angela. Like, I don't know what the writers were on. It, it just was, it just was complete and utter nonsense. Honestly, like I just, I can't even, I don't know, understand how they could have messed it up so badly. So next up is Gina and Ricky from High School Musical, the musical, the series. So in 105, Ricky and Gina bond over both feeling like they are outsiders. Um, they also bond over just like how, how their home lives are and how they're struggling. He thanks her for convincing him to stay in the show. And then Gina kisses him on the cheek before she leaves his car. And fun fact, this scene actually changed the show. And the creator decided to make Ricky and Gina the relationship instead of Ricky and Nini. <laughs> so I think it's really fun that just one like random scene actually like changed the trajectory of the whole show. Mm, uh, 106, Ricky plays a song idea for Gina. 107, Gina knit Ricky a hat and they bond again over their problems at home. They flirt at the Thanksgiving party and Ricky is sad to find out Gina is moving away. Hmm. At 2.03, Gina goes to visit Ricky on Valentine's Day. She tells him that she's upset that she doesn't think her mom is going to get anything for Valentine's Day. And he tells her that she will. After getting um, after getting chocolates delivered, she assumes that they are from Ricky. 2.06. In a flashback from the first season finale, Gina tells Ricky that she wouldn't quit on him if she weren't leaving. Hmm. Uh, 3.03. Ricky tells Gina he's proud of her for getting the lead and they flirt in the woods. 304, Gina finds Ricky's bucket list and they flirt and joke around about it. At 305, they perform a very flirty rendition of What Do You Know About Love? Ricky finally admits he has feelings for Gina. 306, Ricky is crying because he let Gina slip away. At 307, Ricky 
almost almost admits his feeling to Gina, but doesn't because of her breakup. She had just recently gone through a breakup. Yes, her and EJ had just broken up early in the episode. Um, and then 308, Gina confesses her feelings for Ricky, telling him he's a yes, not a maybe, and they kiss. And that's the season three finale. So uh, season four, they actually just posted a bunch of like sneak peeks for the new season and there's a lot of like Ricky and Gina in it so who knows where their relationship is going to go this season um so next up is Jordan and Layla from All American um so they're both introduced in the pilot episode um and since Jordan's sister Olivia is best friends with Layla they've known each other basically their whole lives so yeah they get romantically involved in season two so their first sort of in involvement is in 210 um so Jordan escorts her to her table at Cotillion after she's nervous to go in and is super supportive of her and they share a dance. Then in 308, Jordan tells Layla that she's his friend and says, for the record, Layla, you are one of the strongest people I know when she is worried that nobody treats her like she can handle anything and then they share a hug. At 401, Jordan is so happy that Layla is okay and he offers to listen to her when she can't talk to her dad about her feelings. They talk about when he built her and his sister a sleepover fort when they were kids. And then he makes one for her when she's upset and scared. 407, they dance and flirt at prom. Uh, Jordan says uh, to her that she is one of his favorite people. 419, Jordan admits that he has feelings for Layla and he doesn't want them to go away. 420, they share their first kiss and Layla admits that she has feelings for Jordan and he tells her that he will wait for her. 504, Layla agrees she wants to be together with Jordan, but is not in a rush to tell everyone. 505, Layla tells Jordan to describe his perfect girl, and he says it's her. 512 and 513, Layla comforts Jordan after the loss of his father, and he thanks her for being by his side and knowing what he needs. 514, they exchange our love yous for the first time. And then 520, Jordan tells Layla she was his first crush, and Jordan proposes to Layla, and they get engaged. And now... Uh, I'm assuming the next season will probably be all about them planning their wedding and just like living their best lives. So good for them. They deserve it. Our next requested couple is Fez and Lexi from Euphoria. And I really like them. They're one of like my favorite couples from Euphoria. All of the couples on Euphoria are pretty much toxic. And they're like one of the few ships that is like not toxic and they're still pretty toxic. I watched like a little YouTube video about them um just kind of like with all their scenes from season two and I gotta say it was really cute like I I've, I've never really watched Euphoria but I was rooting for them I don't know I'm like whatever happened like do they is this a thing that's happening like I don't know it was very cute yeah um so Fez and Lexi basically they have like they've known each other since like forever because Fez is just in town and stuff like that but in 201 they have their like first major interaction um so Fez starts awkwardly flirting with Lexi and the two have a deep conversation and are getting to know each other. So then Lexi tells um, Fez, you know, talking to you is one of the best parts of my whole year. Um, and then she goes to warn him about Cal coming, um, but he's there with another girl. 206, Lexi talks about the play she is creating and how she is afraid it'll upset her sister. And Fez is supportive. And then they watch Stand By Me together after finding out that they both love it. And then Fez holds Lexi's hand. This was a really cute scene, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 207, it's revealed that Lexi and Fez were talking for months and that she's actually in love with him. Uh, they have deep conversations and talk about how, they, how they're happy that they're friends and things like that. Um, and so she tell, like she asks him, like, will you come to my play? And he says, of course, I'll come to your play. And she's like, yeah, I'll reserve a seat for you in the front row. And he's on his way to the play when their house gets um, 
when the police come to raid their house. And so he's unable to make it because he's basically, like, arrested. And he has, like, all of these flowers and stuff like that. Um, But obviously he doesn't make it. And it's so sad. It is really sad. So next up is um, Jax and Emma from Every Which Way. So in 201, Jax and Emma first meet. Jax is immediately interested in Emma, despite her dating Daniel. She invites him to eat lunch with her, and he thinks that she's asking him on a date, even though she's not. And then the rest of the beginning of season two has Jax trying to have Emma um, be interested in him romantically. Like, he's trying to get her, but she's still, like, pretty much all about Daniel at this point. So 211, um, Jax kisses Emma's clone, thinking it's her. 216, Jax and Emma get stuck together at school during a storm. Um, Jack says that he thinks she's pretty. He opens up to her about her fam- his family, and they both have lost their mother, so they kind of bond over that. And then Emma holds Jax's hand, and then they almost kiss, but they don't. Uh, 217, uh, Jax gives up his powers for Emma, and the two share a kiss and become a couple. And then in 223, Jax and Emma break up. Um, in 313, Jax and Emma dance together. 320, Jax tells Emma that they belong together, but that she has to choose between him and Daniel. Um, she does end up choosing Jax and the two share a kiss. Uh, 401, Emma tried to explain to Jax why she chose him, but he was so excited he kissed her again. And then in 410 and 411, Jax is jealous after seeing Daniel kiss Emma, but is happy when he finds out that she told Daniel that she's with Jax now. Um, so this season, Jax and Emma are very supportive of each other. The season finale, 420 and 421, Jax tells Emma that no matter what happens, as long as we have each other, then we'll be okay. We had a request for two couples from Degrassi. So we'll, first we'll be talking about Ellie and Craig. Um... So basically, Ellie and Craig are both introduced in season two. They're not really like friends. Um, obviously, like they're kind of friends through Ashley, but they don't have like a real relationship until season four. In 414, after Craig goes to Ellie's support group, she shows up at his house and they both open up about why they were there. They then become friends. Um, so in 501, Ellie throws Craig a surprise party at the dot with all of his friends. Marco figures out that Ellie has feelings for Craig, but she tries to deny it. In 502, it's revealed that they were hanging out all summer. She apologizes to Craig for not telling him about Ashley. Um, Ashley has a new boyfriend in London that uh, Ellie didn't tell Craig about. Um, And he apologizes to her for overreacting, and then Ellie joins their band. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 505, Craig says that he owes his recovery to Ellie. They grow closer and flirt with each other. Um... Ellie shows up looking all gorgeous to his show, but Manny is also there, um, and they fight over him, and Craig basically admits that he only sees Ellie as a friend. Um, 5.13, Joey and then Manny ends up catching Craig flirting with Ellie while he's giving her drumming lessons. Ellie decides that she can't go to Vancouver with him because she isn't a good enough drummer, and then Craig goes off to Vancouver alone. Ellie gives him a goodbye hug, and he moves away. 519. Ellie tells Ashley that she's crushing on someone, but doesn't mention it's Craig. Um, Craig happily waves at Ellie at graduation, but she awkwardly ignores it. 609. Ellie is excited when Craig is back for a visit, and the two pick up right where they left off. When she finds Craig's drugs, he blames Manny. 610. Ellie is excited to interview Craig for the newspaper, and she tells him that she'll be there for him. Craig kisses Ellie backstage at his show, and they exchange I love yous, but it's just because of the drugs... And he ends up breaking Ellie's heart. Craig tells Ellie, I meant what I said and I felt the way 
And I felt that way for a long time, but it was literally just the drugs. <laughs> and then in Degrassi goes Hollywood. This there's a ton of Craig and Ellie in this in this uh little Degrassi movie. Um, so Ellie runs into Craig on the streets of LA and the two are excited to see each other. She goes to see him perform alone after a fight with Marco and he invites her to spend the night at his condo. Um, Craig plays Ellie a song he wrote for her, Rescue You, and he credits her for helping him with his recovery again. They spend the day together exploring LA. Ellie was upset to find out that Craig had a girlfriend he didn't tell her about. Very on brand for Craig. <laughs> um craig did have feelings for her but when he tried to express them she took it the wrong way and got upset he rescues her after she attempts to harm herself they share a passionate kiss as they say goodbye at the airport and she decides to leave to return to toronto and that is the end of ellie and craig um next up is our last requested uh degrassi ship and that's riley and zane so in 910, they have their first meeting. Riley is introduced to Zane in their yoga class. He figures out that um he figures out that Zane is openly gay. Um Zane then asks Riley to hang out at the dot, but Riley Riley's anxiety gets the best of him and he asks if they can go somewhere else. So they sneak into an abandoned construction site and they get caught making out by security guard. And Zane questions Riley as to why he came. Um they eventually end up going to a dance together and they share a kiss, thus starting their relationship. 10.05. Riley and Zane are working out together to get in shape for both the football and soccer seasons. Riley tells Zane that during football season, they have to keep their distance, which Zane doesn't like. They end up breaking up over this. Zane breaks up with Riley, not even wanting to be friends. 10.18. Anya and Riley are doing schoolwork when Riley notices Zane and mutters his name quietly to himself, looking at him with clear longing. Anya sees this and then calls Zane over, insisting to him that Riley needs help with his work. With Anya's help, Riley and Zane are now back on speaking terms. 10-19. Riley manages to make plans with Zane in the boys' locker room, but ruins them by attempting to fit in with the guys on the football team by joking around and telling homophobic jokes. This upsets Zane, who cancels their plans. Riley confides in Anya once again about his Zane problems, and the two watch Zane put up a flyer about the LGBT homophobia and bullying meeting. Zane turns and stares directly at Riley while doing this. Anya urges him to attend to make things right and so he can better understand how Zane feels. After the meeting, he admits he's a homophobe and Zane comforts him. At 10.20. This is a continuation of that, of 10.19. Owen writes the F-slur on the bus in whipped cream, causing Riley to punch him. Zane tries to warn Riley about the violence and they end up getting into yet another fight. Eventually, they reconcile. Zane suddenly holds his hand and gives Riley another chance, saying that he has some date planning to do. They both decide that it's better to keep the relationship a secret for now. Riley then asks Zane why he keeps giving him chances, and Zane replies that he honestly doesn't know, but it would suck if he didn't keep trying. 10.21. Riley is ready to make his relationship with Zane official, but he's afraid that revealing his homosexuality might ruin their chances for the football game later that afternoon. Later, Riley nominates Zane and himself for King and King for the upcoming school dance as a way to prove he is ready to become official, unaware that the nominees are posted online. Zane is happy when he sees the results and shows Riley later on at the school. At first, Riley is freaked out before Zane tells him that he is now officially out of the closet. Riley appears to be in a state of shock. The football team later confronts Riley, bluntly asking him if he's into guys. Riley finally comes out of the closet for the first time, boldly even stating he's only interested in one particular guy while looking straight at Zane, who in turn smiles at him. 1022. Riley's being scouted by colleges 
when he tells the scout about his sexuality, but the scout was still eager to accept Riley onto the team, even saying how having the first openly gay football player will make him an e- will make an even better impression. Zane is extremely happy for him. Later, Riley kisses Zane for the first time in public, catching the eyes of a few students, and they walk off happily. 10.35. Zane invites Riley to go to an art gallery with him. Riley refuses because he thinks it will suck. Zane becomes angry with Riley, saying that they never do anything he wants to do. Anya convinces him to go and he makes a fool of himself because he sees him with another guy. Zane visits Riley and tells him he doesn't have to pretend to like something just because he does. Riley then tells him that he can't believe how lucky he is and kisses Zane. The two begin to make out just when Riley's mom walks in on them. She appears shocked but says nothing and simply leaves the room. Riley begins to panic and Zane apologizes. Riley says he wasn't planning on having this conversation with his mom and Zane says that whether he likes it or not, it's happening. Riley tells him that he will deal with it on his own and Zane leaves after kissing his cheek. 1036. Riley tries to talk to his mom and come out but she refuses to admit it. Zane suggests that Riley should not come out, um, but Riley says that he wants to be out. He tries everything, but they still won't accept it, so he decides to just let his family continue living in the fantasy world. 11.08. Riley's mom sets him up with a girl, and he doesn't tell Zane about it, and this causes tension between them. 11.09. Zane wants Riley to come out, but he says things are good at home, and he doesn't really want to disturb that. Riley breaks up with him, telling him that him that he isn't ready to come out of the closet yet to which zane walks out heartbroken um 1129 riley attempts to talk to zane at the prom riley tells him that he finally came out to his mom after graduation zane tells him that he is happy for him and that he accepted eastern's offer which is also where riley is going to college they then agree to meet up for freshman orientation it's later confirmed via the characters twitters that they got back together and that's the last time we saw them our last ship for this episode uh we will have more ships in part two but this is the last ship for part one um so it's tiva or tony and ziva from ncis um, so they have their first meeting in 301, and they are incredibly flirty, and it is so cute, and I love it so much. And then in 308, they pretend to be married as they go undercover. Also a very good episode. 312, they end up getting locked in a storage container together, and they end up being, like, all super flirty. 518 and 19, um, they're just flirting, basically, this whole time. <laughs> In 701, Tony is kidnapped and Ziva basically asks him, like, why he came. And he's like, I couldn't live without you. In 924, they're stuck in an elevator together and they were forced to confront their feelings for each other. In 1012, following her father's murder, Ziva stayed in Tony's apartment. And then they have this, like, really flirty, like, really great goodbye at the airport. Um, In 1021, they dance in Berlin. In 1102, it is officially the last time that they see each other on screen and they kiss and it's super flirty and literally everyone's shipper hearts is just screaming and yelling and then in 1324 tony meets their daughter um yeah so these are just a few of the tony and ziva moments that we selected there's so many that you could go through because they're all super flirty they're always like super cute together but these are like the highlights of their relationship that wraps up part one come back next week to hear the last of um the fan requested ships uh thank you so much for 
for listening. New episodes drop every single Thursday. Make sure to give us a like and a rating over on Apple and Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. You can follow us on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as we are starting a new series focused on music moments. So go over to our Twitter or our Instagram and comment your favorite music moments from One Tree Hill, The O.C., Degrassi, and just any TV shows in general. We'll have an episode dedicated to One Tree Hill. We'll have one dedicated to the OC. We'll have one dedicated to Beverly Hills 90210. And one dedicated to Degrassi, as well as we'll have a fan favorite moments episode. Just any moment, any music moment from TV. So make sure you go over there and reply to our posts on Twitter or Instagram. Thank you so much. Thank you.